how are all you with southern accents? Absolutely terrible. I did a really shitty um, Georgia. So the good news is... Parade. If you're doing a shitty southern accent, you'll fit right in with SD. (laughs) It's an okay southern accent. Yeah, you do a reasonable job at it. You live. No, I'm, a, in the I'm around enough Southern people often enough that, like, yeah. I can channel it. Yeah. Hello, listeners. This is your host and game master, Kat. This week, I'm really excited to tell you about The Price of Coal, a story game of labor rights. The Price of Coal is a card based historical RPG where you take part in telling the story of the United Mine Workers of America and the Madawan Massacre. This game promises to evoke incredible stories of true events that inspired the largest labor uprising in American history. The game is designed by a truly talented team of designers and artists led by Jennifer Adcock and is on Kickstarter for the next 18 days as of release. Check out this sure-to-be classic and get yourself a copy as soon as possible. Now onto our regular plugs. If you'd like to hear more from the crew of the Orem, you can check out our other podcasts, Unsound Theories and Marking Out with My Girlfriend. Marking Out also broadcasts live every other Friday at twitch.tv slash media. And you can catch the VOD a few days later on our YouTube. The link, as always, will be in the show notes. If you'd like to support us, there are a few ways you can do that. First and foremost, you can tell a friend about the show. Word of mouth is what podcasts were built on, and getting a friend to listen along with you is an exciting way to be a part of the process. The other thing you can do that really, truly helps us is to leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. Every five-star review helps new people find the show and gets us closer to being able to make even better content for you. Speaking of which, if you'd like to contribute financially, it would mean the world to us. By supporting us on Patreon for even as little as a dollar, you help us grow in what we're able to do and how frequently we do it. If you'd like to contribute, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash sosasmedia. There you'll find exclusive Patreon cuts of some of our shows and the special bonus one-shots that we produce monthly. Now, with all that out of the way, let's go back a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away.
Space Dumpster, you are being led down a dark, dank, <laughs> 420 blazer hallway. <laughs> there are periodic drips of water as condensation in the cave creates stalactites and stalagmites ever so slowly. You see one of those like weirdly lit up reflective pools because there is algae that is bioluminescent in it. The figure before you is wearing a three-piece suit, like suit and tie, waistcoat and everything like that, with a swirling tie-dye cape. But unlike most of the other tie-dye which you've seen prior to this, which has been like a rainbow of colors in a swirl pattern. This seems to have been personally dyed rather than mass produced. The mask that he wears gives him the illusion of a rather inhuman head. You can tell from his general frame and like the way that he walks that he is at least a near human, but the mask gives this oblong, almost kind of conical shape to what what looks like should be his head as a cowl comes up from the cape that covers the top of his head. There are ornaments that jut out from the sides of the mask that are reminiscent of like eye stalks, but everything on the mask is pure reflective black and you can't see any indication as to what is on his face. So what what conditions am I under? You are currently drugged from having been dosed with poise. Your current inclination is that you will participate fully in this ritual purification as per the last time in the last episode when you were told that you would go do the caves and you would participate fully. Right. Y'all should really bring Teener down here. I'm sure he'd love to study that algae. He's like, he's like a PhD level biochemist. We only bring those who are adept into the caves. Oh gosh, if that's not adept, y'all are. <laughs> well, all right. He goes over to the pool of bioluminescent algae filled water and scoops up a cup. You will drink this. He waves his other hand gently after handing you the drink. I mean, all right. Go ahead, and if you would like to try to resist, roll a uh, impossible discipline check. Do we have to roll force, or do we have a force pool already? I believe your force pool is two dark side, one light side. Okay, it's going to be one of those rolls where I just bring the camera down because every single one of those purples is nothing but threats. <laughs> so that's three successes and seven threats. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'd really rather not. Um, you know, um, but if y'all would like, I mean, I'm sure it tastes great. Go for it. If you don't comply, I will make you comply by force drink the water so i couldn't like make a brawl check right now you could um like that you could uh it would be upgraded twice okay 
Because we're looking at adversary two. I'm trying to drive his head into the pond full of the algae scum. Okay. And let's flip a force point. Sure, go for it. So two reds. Yes. It's a brawl. Yes. Two success, one advantage. I took something that allows me to push people, I felt like. And I meant to print this out and add it to my character sheet, and then I forgot. After making a successful melee brawl or lightsaber combat check against an engaged foe, you may force your foe to move to short range in a direction of their choosing. Oh, okay. Spend a success to cause an opponent to fo- fall prone after moving. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> okay, so they get to move in whatever way they would choose. How many successes did you have? Three. Okay, so two successes. What does what damage are you, is your brawl doing here? Um, so I probably don't have my bronzium next. I assume. No, probably not. Yeah, because I usually keep those in my flight jumpsuit, and I'm not wearing that. Um, so in that case, it's uh three damage. Oh, plus two, so five damage. Five damage. Cool, cool, cool. That's a soak of four, baby. Hey, that's what I have. <laughs> Ahsoka 4? There's four Ahsokas? <laughs> Emma, why did that sound like a vine? Because <laughs> that's my reference. You are, you, you are choosing to use push aside, right? Yes. Okay. Is that it's not one of the forcey ones? <laughs> it is not a forced. Okay. No, it is not. Okay. No. The, your opponent gets to choose what direction they move. That's fine. So they end up prone. You push towards the pool to try to, like, push him into the pool. Mm-hmm. And he kind of, like, does, like, a tactical roll with your push and uses the momentum to roll and fall flat rather than fall into the pool. Ah. And is now on his back. The equanimator from the ground reaches up with his hand and you feel the air constricting around you as if you are completely unable to move. You are currently bound by the force. Kinky. In this force bind, when you take an action, you suffer three strain as long as I have a light side to spend. A light side? Yes. Come on. Okay, what's this guy's force rating? Um, And uh, so that's action maneuver will be to stand up with his hand still outstretched. Okay. You will drink the liquid. You are yet unrefined or like you needs to be purified before it can be smelted. I've met bullies like you. I am no bully. I am trying to help you. You ain't. Look at you. Look at what you're doing. I've met people like you. you. I've met people like you that abuse their power. I've met people like you that come in and tell people what's right and wrong. Let me leave your criffing planet, alright? Ain't got nothing to do with me. Don't cause any more trouble. All I need is a radio transmitter. We are here for your benefit and for the benefit of the galaxy. I do not want your benefit. I do not want your kindness. Now this can end with me walking out that door to my ship and my friends with you conscious or you unconscious. But I do not want your kindness. This makes me feel scummy because he's just going to drug you again. Seems like uh, his his wrist operated uh, 
drug device might have a bad motivator because um, <laughs> it's a new session yep you're gonna upgrade it you're not targeting the character you're targeting the injection once system once per session uh hard me mechanics check to cause one targeted device to spontaneously fail yes it will be upgraded i will use a force point to upgrade it because you're targeting the mechanical device not the person that means it doesn't get the benefit of adversary yeah cool one threat three successes okay so the injection system is forked but you are still under the effect of the first injection also take three strain okay yeah i think clearly this is a manifestation of sd's latent force abilities right yes like yes, he is experiencing is. strong emotion <laughs> Good. Good. Oh, I see you've broken a poison injector. How novel. Really? You call it a poison injector? Yes. Everyone should be poised and balanced. And you resisting that does no good for anyone. I'm not looking to do good for anyone. That All much right? is obvious. I've seen your aura. Your balance is non-existent. I don't give a shit. Why is it you your will. responsibility to do things to me that I do not want to do? Does ore, when it is smelted, want to become I am not, I am not iron? Ore. I am you a living, are breathing being. An unrefined wild force user. I ain't a force user. I ain't this bullshit. All right? Just let me leave. With his other hand, he waves. You will comply. Roll that friggin' impossible. God damn it. Discipline. And also upgrade a twice is... because adversary two. <laughs> All right. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> what do we got? Two failures, a threat, and two despairs. I think the failures obviously mean that you comply. The threat it means that you are vaguely threatened. <laughs> uh, I don't know what I want to do with the threat yet, but how do we want to handle these two despairs? This is fun. This is our first time getting a despair in a real long time. It's not fun. One in 144 chance of rolling two despairs on two red dice. Um, I think probably... One of the despairs... SD remembers he forgot to turn off the stove on the aura. <laughs> <laughs> that cannot be one of the despairs. <laughs> it's a side effect of having two. Not only are you going to comply, but a seed of belief begins to sprout. Not that you believe in balantology, but there's that connection again. That same connection you felt before that says, maybe this is the force. Maybe I do know how to use the force. Maybe it's a good idea for me to go along with this and learn how to use the force. That part of you that was Jedi mind tricked into agreeing to drink the liquid. And that part of you that has that seed of belief of your ability in the force meet in the middle. And the thought blossoms outwards that this might actually be a good idea and you should maybe listen. And that is your despairs. 
Uh, the other despair is something that will come up when we cut over to Keel and Tina. Alright, I drank the f***ing water. Now, you will walk through the cave system, and when you are done, it will bring you back here. Yep. Do not fight the visions that you see, unless they attack first. Yep. Now go. And I walk. As you exit the chamber that you are in and enter what looks to be a tunnel to another chamber within the caverns, suddenly your vision shifts and a door opens as you enter the second chamber. And looking up, you hear a very familiar sound. And that's a really familiar smell that you haven't smelled in a long time. Namely, it smells a lot like hot piss. A kind of unmistakable scent of Coronet City that lets you know you are home. Shit, I think mom found my piss jugs. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to chug jug with you. Do I understand that I'm hallucinating? I think you have a pretty good grasp that you are hallucinating, but you were told to go along with it. You're willing to go along with it. Billing is a strong word there. And just as you get your bearings, Alec, what the criff are you doing back here? You turn to look at who just said that. It's kind of unmistakable, especially to you. It's your brother, Drek. I reach up and touch my right ear. Yes. The soul diamonds feel as though they're not there. So is this what they wanted me to see? Are you walking around? I, what? Alec. You know, the reason that, like, you're seeing me right now is you, not me, not them, you. No, the reason I'm seeing you right now is because I am drugged. I mean, yeah, an interesting trip, though, you know. <sighs> Look, Alec, I'm here to do a whole ghost of your conscious thing. Can we just get it done with then? Teach me your lesson. There's no lesson here. OK, good. Let's move on. You shouldn't have left. What did space give you? Three dead brothers? You abandoned us, Alec. I did not abandon you. You went to space. You fought the Empire, you dipshit. I fought the Empire. I took a stand for something. And look where that got you. And what, going to space and working what? for the what? Empire got you, got you happiness? Got you completeness? The Empire got lost anyway. And what you did changed nothing. What you and our brothers did changed nothing. All you did was die. We changed hearts and minds. Bullshit. Every single of... member of the rebellion was important. <sighs> Just a Griffin swoop gang. Work Why? slowdowns. Sabotage of machinery. Less people died because of us. And you left. Don't you feel an ounce of shame about what you did? No, I do not. I wish you had followed. So what happens next? What happens when things get difficult on the Aurum? Do you leave them too? Do you let Keel and Plex die because you need to go make a quick buck? No, I don't make the same mistake with them that I did with you. So you admit that you made a mistake? Yes, by not taking y'all with me. The mistake was not failing to stay to fight. Survival. It, an empire fell. You know what raised up in its place? Another Criffin Empire. They just have a different name. Still the same politics. Still thinking they can run the galaxy. 
still thinking they have some sort of duty on Corellia when we did fine for thousands of years. You think Corellia did fine? Billions of starving, scrabbling people living in slums is fine to you? I don't know if you remember Coronet City. It's been a very long time since you left here. I remember every second of it. I remember growing up in the blue sector. So don't you give me that shit. But you know what came out of that? Best goddamn mechanic this side of the galaxy. A goddamn mechanic with buckets of trauma. Everyone's got trauma. Part of life. You left us, Alec. You left us all to die. The dumpster no. went up to space and left the trash down on the planet. Because that's what you think of us. That's what you think of our sacrifice. You don't, you don't harbor any shame about that. That you left your brothers, you left your family to die. Is that what you want me to say? That I'm ashamed? Is that what'll get me through this? The thing that will get you through this is recognizing and admitting that you crept up, that there was an opportunity to do good, and you rejected that opportunity. Think of how many lives y'all could have saved if you had come with me instead of becoming a smoking crater in the ground. Instead of trying to deal with the public safety service. There was nothing to be done. That war was lost. There's always hope as long as someone's willing to pick up a blaster and fight. And that's not you. That good deal. Hope did. Look where hope got you guys. Four holes in my ear. <laughs> so much hope. Fine. If that's how you want to play it, go run off to space again. I'll catch you later, dumpster. For your sake, I hope not. The vision vanishes and you walk through the streets of Coronet City in the blue sector, hustle and bustle of faces that are simultaneously familiar and yet completely distorted and unrecognizable. You see a cloaked figure sprinting away from you. Do you give chase? No. Where do you go? Just keep walking. Get to the end of the cave at some point. Like in a dream, when you shift from one location to another, you seamlessly find yourself in a familiar place. The dozens of titty posters and <laughs> empty bottles of Karelian whiskey, the real dirt cheap stuff. <laughs> the plastic bottle stuff. The smell of death sticks lingers in the air, and you know you're back at the Crate Dragons old headquarters it's exactly like you remember it and sitting behind the bar is your brother Keese. I was wondering when you were gonna show up how long you been waiting 34 years you just been waiting here this whole time staring at titty posters anywhere else for me to go dad this is all you you're the one remembering this yeah all right what lesson do i learn from you more grief? I just want to know, why? Why did you leave? You know why. There was no future on this planet. Not with what was going on. As soon as Zekka Thine got put into power, it was all downhill. You knew that, Keith. We fought. We fought hard. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I just talked to Drek about that. Fat load of shit that did. Look, I'm not, you know me, I'm not gonna go off on a haunt-headed rant. Yeah, that was never your job. You just follow Drek. Never really were we one together. to come up with your own plans. Hmm? 
We stuck together. We were family. Without you. Yeah. It was... We were missing a piece of us. Do you think we got the opportunity to put crystals in our ears when we lost you? No, because I wasn't dead. It was like you were, though. No. How can you... The second I was you boarded gar- that... I was guaranteeing I would stay alive. The second you boarded that shuttle off of Corellia, I knew that was it. Never going to see you again. You were, good as, you were as good as dead. Well, you were wrong. You're pretty good at that. We're going to do this. Will you at least give me some of that whiskey? Pull up a chair. I built these chairs, you know. I remember. We went to space, Ikea. You know, it's not as though I was the first one to disappoint. Hell, after we lost 10, y'all should have known to come to space with me. You knew how dangerous the Empire was. When we lost 10, that was... That was the moment I knew I should have fought. That's what solidified it for me. If Tin hadn't we fought, for. if Tin hadn't fought, he would have been alive. If Tin had support, he might also be alive. That was a a full squad of PSS. Ain't no amount of support from gangers is gonna get you through that. I've seen what if you've he, done with your crew. Oh, that's different. Is it? I ain't I ain't building repulsors out of parts I pull out of dumpsters these days. I work for a company that makes ships. No shit, I got a good ship. Now, I'm not saying we didn't have the best goddamn swoops down in the streets, but that's different. That's different than the Empire. <gasps> Did we really used to drink this, Drek? Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, you've had it good on, uh, on Signer, haven't you? Yeah. Honestly, I got friends. Hell, I got family. That hurts. You expect me to just never move on? You expect me to just be miserable for the past... 33 years. Is that what you want for me? I don't I don't expect anything from you, but it it hurts. You left us. Hell, we met up with other resistance fighters. What? There was Yeah, of course there was. There was a movement. We were part of something. And you know what the rebels said when before they were the new republic? They said, "Hey, we're a part of something." And now that the new republic's up, you've got imperial sects that are remnant, and they're sitting around saying, hey, we can do something. It's all the same. Is it? Yes. People in power abuse power. It's not about the power. What's it about, then? It's about helping the people who need it most. The rebels, the imperials, they only care about themselves. They only care about that power. We were fighting together. For what? For Corellia. What difference did it make what dictator was in power? Wasn't going to change the blue sector. Cornet City, it was still Cornet City. Just a different color uniform walking down the streets. Yeah, they were a little more brutal. We had plans. Plans changed, Keith. We could have changed Corellia for the good. Drek tell you that? I told him that. Sure, thank you. We could have changed Corellia. Hell, if you'd been there, we might have seen it, but... I would just be another dead body under the foot of another ruthless empire. No, now you're just the one wearing it. Yeah, because fighting for power sure ain't something we ever did. Hmm? Sure ain't something the crate Dragons were interested in. We sure didn't run operations out of here trying to gain power, notoriety, resources. What? What high sh- horse? Let me show you something. Um, and the room shifts around you from what you are familiar with to 
a tidied up kind of base of operations for what was ultimately like a resistance cell. This is what we had. It wasn't about the power. It was about the people. It was about the community, making sure everybody had what they needed. And if we got to blow up a couple of troopers in the process, sure, we took care of us. D disappointed that you weren't able to be there for it. And how many of these people died? Hell, how many of these people died because they were resistant that wouldn't have died otherwise? Everyone in this room, I would bet. Hell, was this the room the bomb went off in? Killed you three? The room shifts again, and it's a scorching hole now. Everything is in ruins. Fat lot of good that resistance did. Fat lot of good that rebellion did. I just want you to make the right choice <clears throat> for all of you. Can't change what's past. Nope. Gotta focus on the future now. It's up to you. Apparently not. Apparently, I'm gonna have ghosts and fanatical force believers chasing after me, telling me what I'm supposed to do. Because apparently my decision making's not good enough, huh? Yeah, that's what I thought. And I put the bottle down, step out of the bombed out base. As you leave the Crate Dragon's hangout, again, like a dream, the scenery blurs. And when it comes back into focus, you are back in your childhood home. And you're a kid again, sitting at the kitchen table, staring longingly at a box of empty rations. You see your brother, Antu, a young man just barely of age, looking down at his little brother with love in his eyes. It never was too comfortable here, was it? Mom and Dad did the best they could. Oh, I don't even mean that much. Outside that door is the rest of Corellia. Anything out there can get in here. Not exactly safe. I mean, no one lives in the blue sector because they think it's safe. They live there because there's no other choice. You know, I still remember what these things taste like. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> Something like wet cardboard. Yeah. <laughs> is it as scary up in space as it was down here? No. Honestly, it's great. There's freedom. There's all sorts of people. There are all sorts of struggles. There are all sorts of opportunities. So many opportunities to just end up alone again, right? Not alone. Not yet. You weren't alone. No, I had my brothers. I didn't have to worry about that. You did. You know, I couldn't. It wasn't safe. Stay. You got scared and ran away from everything. Do you still do that? Yep. That's why I'm 52 years old and not a hole in the ground. 52 and scared of your own shadow, right? I got places. You know I got places. I got a home. You had a home. Yeah. You had family. I did. I could. I told you guys to come with me. You were so hell-bent on staying on this planet. This is our home. No matter how scary it was, we weren't leaving our home. That fear wasn't going to rule us the rest of our lives. Homes can change. How you don't have to change? be stuck here because you were born here. We weren't stuck here, Alec. Then why'd you stay? Just Because just... it was the right thing to do. Because no matter how terrifying everything was, it was the right place to be. Who defines right? Look at you. You picked up some philosophy. <sighs> you were scared, Alec, and you ran. It's called survival instincts, Antu. 
you didn't seem to ever have any. So when's it going to kick in again? You and Tyndall, you were always the ones to run face first into stupidity. Maybe. And then he died. They didn't run away. (laughs) So what happens with this new group? When are your survival instincts going to kick in around them? When are they going to become just more accessories? They're not. Y'all were never ex... Not what it was. I didn't leave because I wanted to let y'all die. Everybody dies, Alec. You can either live with that, or you can be scared of it. What's it like? Being dead? Yeah. Quiet most of the time. Quiet don't sound too bad. Especially when you know you died doing what was right, what people around you needed. So you wish I was there? Definitely miss you. I miss you every goddamn day, Auntie. I miss you all. Can't change the past, though. Keith just told me that, you know? Yeah. So what am I supposed to do? Just sit here? No. Feel guilty the rest of my goddamn life? Sitting here, running away. It's the same fear. Alec, you gotta stop being so scared. You know I could... (laughs) You know I could never run toward a fight like y'all. On my place. Because we didn't run to those fights alone. You don't even have to run towards them. Just don't run away. And how do you know what not to run away from? And don't make joke about philosophy. I just... You'll know. You're always pretty good at that. Is there anything I can do for you? Keep going forward. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Alec, you see that same cloaked figure from before, just outside the window. He's looking at you, and it seems odd that this person has been there this whole time. You're only just registering it. Trust outside the door. Is this what you wanted? Just gonna stand there, huh? All right. How about I walk forward? As you exit the front door of your childhood home, the dream blurs again, and it takes you a moment amid everything else. It takes you a moment as you're back on the streets of Coronet City to recognize that where you're standing is the site of the second worst day of your life. It's the site, the exact spot where Tin was gunned down by PSS. And you don't, it hurt more because Drek and Keese and Antu grew up together. It was just Alec and Tin for a really long time when you two were kids. And this one, this one hurts. And you see the guy with the cloak, same guy who's been running away from you, standing right there. He pulls down his hood. Hey, Alec. Should've figured you'd be here. Yeah, hey, look, I'm not here to guilt you. I'm not here to yell at you. No, because that's what this seems to be. Yeah, this is pretty rough, huh? All right. What's the point? Apparently balance. Bullshit. Yeah. It's a whole load of ain't the poodoo. Why? Why am I here? Why'd you run at them? Why didn't you just get arrested? Been arrested plenty of times before. Would've got you home. Like, getting arrested only does so much. Yeah, yeah. We had nothing. I had to do something. And look. We had each other. All this time. My 
Criff and Brothers telling me I broke the family apart. Criff that. It, you. No. I like. You changed everything, dude. Once I didn't have you. I. What the Criff was I supposed to do? I, I had to. No, you didn't. It's what my conscience told me to do. Alec, you know there were kids there that day? Of course there were. Yeah, and you know, you know PSS. They start shooting first. Ask questions second. I had to, Alec. There were kids. Didn't have to be you. Had to be someone. Demon. Like I told you, I'm not here to guilt you. I'm not here to yell at you. I just... I just want to know if you can forgive me. Of course I can, Tim. Of course I can. All right, Alec, I got, I got one more thing for you. What? When am I done with this? You're almost done. Come here. He gives you a hug. I need you to promise me something. I've missed you. Missed you every day. I miss you too, Alec. It's... Hey, you know I'm there every Criffin day. I'm there with you every inch of the way. Every parsec. And I'm watching. I got... Okay, I lied. I actually have two things. Okay, what? Okay. First thing, take care of Keel. He's a good kid. He deserves better. He deserves better than me. That ties pretty nicely into that second thing. <laughs> I need you to be willing. I know this one's hard. I need you to be willing to forgive yourself. For me. I ain't worth forgiving, Tim. Alec, if you're not worth forgiving, what the criff am I? <laughs> just hug him. I just hug him. As long as I can. In Tin's embrace. You feel yourself just a little bit lighter. And you feel that hug, that warmth, and that love travel up to your ear. I love you, Alec. You got this. I love you, dude. Love all of you. So sorry. Those other three are kind of criffers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they are. <laughs> we all love you, Alec. And we're here with you. Don't give up. And, Criff, you should really give those balantologists the run for their money. I'll try. Hey. He taps your ear. We're there with you. And he taps your heart. Everything you need is right there inside you. Go kick some ass. Yeah. yeah. I will, Tim. I will. The haze comes in and the room starts to shift around you. A cold, dark, austere imperial hallway takes shape in front of you. And at the end of the hallway, you see yourself... He looks similar and yet different, well-appointed with a sneer on his face. And where your eyes 
or a honeyed amber, his glow red, pulsing with power. So, you're finally here. <laughs> Should know. No, we'd work our way through the order and inevitably end up here. One's proximity to power generally affords them certain luxuries, and ours is one that brings us great comfort and many, many luxuries. Things that pitiful boy from Karelia could only dream of. Ours. For the taking. So you're, um, you're the me best version made... of you. Yeah. All right. But afraid? Mm. Turned on, maybe? I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed that somewhere in my head, I think this is a possibility. I am ashamed that somewhere I believe that I could be wearing that uniform. Oh, you like? I had it custom designed. And the earrings didn't go with it, I take it? A sign of weakness. Alec, you know we must bury the past. The past only holds us back. It's our ambition. Our passion that gives us success. The path to power is paved with blood. And ours is an impressive power. <laughs> past is what makes you who you are, Alec. No matter how much you try to erase that, if I've learned one thing today... You can pretend it don't exist, but it does. The past can only hold you back. That's where you're wrong. Look at what I have. Look at all that I have and look at where you are. The past is the thing pushing me forward, Alec. I'm going to try to walk by him down the hallway. As you start walking towards him, he raises his hand up. Are you sure you want to do that? Yeah, I'm going to take a page out of uh, Auntie's book for one. Mm-hmm. And walk toward danger. Uh, as you walk towards him, he extends his arm, and out from the tips of his fingers blasts blue lightning. And I was supposed to have rolled to use the unleash ability and average discipline check. Uh, I rolled three successes, two threats, and a triumph. You take five damage. Does the clothing I'm wearing in whatever this is? It's your, you are wearing, you are literally physically present. Okay. So, so your but armor. I'm, so I'm wearing the clothing that they gave me. Oh, right. What, what armor did you have before? Pat, just like padded clothes? Yeah. You're wearing padded clothes. Your armor, your, your soak is still the same. I take one point of damage. Um, and you also take a crit. All right. You're knocked prone and suffer one strain. You're bowled over. Okay. Only one of us gets out of here, Alec. Me or you. And only one of us has the ambition to escape. You know what? I think you're right. But I'm pretty damn good at escaping. And I, um, like, stand up and run at him. A roll? A, are you doing, like, a brawl? Well, I think I have to stand up. And then I do a movement, right? <laughs> so, like, if we're going by those rules. Right. Stand up and then move. He reaches to his side and draws a lightsaber. <laughs> the blade glows a bright crimson, and the hallway is tinged with red. 
only one of us is prepared to escape because only one of us has accepted who we are. Yeah. And it ain't the dipshit with the laser sword. <laughs> I want to punch him. Okay. <laughs> Roll a brawl check. Is he a rival or anything? <laughs> He's myself. I don't know. Um, he is a rival, but does not have adversary as an ability, so... Okay. One success, one advantage. Okay. How much damage? Be a total of four damage. Okay. He is going to strike at you with the lightsaber. That is one success and two advantages. You're going to take six damage, breach one, disorient two. So that reduces my soak value by one. And you add two black die to your next skill check. Right. Or you add a black die for your next two rolls. Cool. Make an average fear check with one red die. Fear isn't a The mind killer. Yes, it is. Um, It's opposed by discipline or cool. So roll against a red and a purple with either discipline or cool. Okay, my discipline's better than my cool. Uh, sorry, could you repeat the difficulty? I'm sorry. A red and a purple. One success, one threat, one triumph. So two successes, actually. Okay, you are not afraid. I think the triumph on that fear trick is that you see through the illusion. You're not fighting yourself. You're not fighting a vision of yourself. What you are fighting is real. It is a phantasm of sorts. A specter, a ghoul, an embodiment of the living force made manifest by the dark side. Sound good for a triumph? Counteroffer. Counteroffer? Do you want to grab the lightsaber? No. (laughs) I want one of my brothers to show up. Ooh. Oh, that's so cool! <laughs> Which brother do you want to show up? Um, I think we start... Tin. So it's either Tin or... Drek. Drek. I think Drek is really good with a blaster pistol. So I think I just hear a blaster shot go off behind me. And then turn. Uh, question. Um, is this going to be... Because this is kind of like... Kind of real, kind of projected. Um, is this going to be like the gang showing up or no? Is this going to be Keel showing up in real life, taking the form of a brother? That's cool. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> That's okay. rad as hell. Okay, so is this going to be Keel or is this going to be Tina? I want it to be Keel. Okay, cool. Um, okay, Emma... If you cool. would so please. I'm going to roll as Keel, but like we're going to interpret it as. SD seeing it SD as. seeing it mm-hmm. as. As Drek. Drek. So I'm going to run it with my brand new light repeating blaster. Um, nice. What's my difficulty, cat? Let's call it medium range. Okay. Okay. No, this has to be tin. This has to be tin because. SD's version of Tin is younger, Keel, like Keel. Yes, Keel. 
is someone who doesn't want to screw up with. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. 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 So that is two successes and a threat. Okay. What's your damage? That is six damage plus the two successes. Um, so that's seven damage. Okay. A blaster bolt rings out from behind you just as that fear is setting in. And it strikes this version of you directly in the eye. And you see it flinches. The eye smolders a little bit and then seems to regrow just in the most horrific and disgusting Cronenbergian sort of way you can imagine. Description saved to not gross out our listeners, but just imagine Cronenberg. When you turn around, the person that you see there is Tin. I... God damn it, I need this to work. Okay, I look back over my shoulder and I say, should have figured you'd show up. Wouldn't leave you behind, buddy. Never would. End of episode. Space Dumpster was played by Erica Belsass, who can be found on Twitter at Belsass or on twitch.tv slash Belsass. That's B-E-L-S-A-A-S. Plexutsu was played by Aaron Cotter, who can be found on Twitter at Adorable, or on our other podcast, Marking Out With My Girlfriend. Kiel Krennic was played by Emma Hislop, who can be found on Twitter at Nocturne Musings, and making Kat and Kira suffer through movies on Unsound Theories. The Dark Side campaign is GM'd by me, Kathleen Hislop. You can find my tweets at CatSelesnia, or my games at CatSelesnia.itch.io. Chicks with Dice is a social media production. If you enjoyed this episode, spread the love. By recommending the show to a friend, you not only help us grow our community, you also get to share the hijinks with the people who matter to you most. You can help us create this show and others like it by supporting us on Patreon. You'll gain access to exclusive content like early releases of episodes, side quest adventures, and much more. Become a supporter, visit patreon.com slash sosasmedia. All music on this episode was created by Sounds Like an Earful. Visit soundslikeanearful.com for more. The Star Wars RPG played in this podcast is the property of Lucas Books. It was made by an incredible team of devoted designers who were fired by the private equity firm that owns Fantasy Flight Games and is now published by Edge Studios. Until next time, stay wizard. I can't believe they named their kid shit. <laughs> like, Drek is, is one of the Star Wars versions of shit. Is it really? Yes. Yeah. God damn it. I, <laughs> I swear I pulled it off like a list of Corellian names. Shithead. He's just a shithead. I, I just assume um, Drek is a nickname. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>